expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. Asia's largest computer show is kicking off today in Taipei and will run for the rest of the week. Computex will feature 1,700 exhibitors from Taiwan and abroad and is going to present advancements in hardware and applications. On Taiwan Talk today, we'll be talking to a rep from one of the show's big presenters, Ford Motor Company. Now, you might be asking yourself, what do cars have to do with consumer electronics? Well, it turns out quite a lot. And joining us now to help us understand that relationship and to tell us what it is Ford will be showing off this year is Dr. K. Venkatesh Prasad. He's a senior technical leader, open innovation at Ford Motor Company. Dr. Prasad, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. So you're responsible for overseeing the design of the electronics and software that uh, drivers will find on the Ford cars that will be on display this week. Can you help us understand what we're talking about here? What kind of new technologies is Ford putting inside these cars? Well, I'd say um, the one that stands out most is the, is the uh, ability to use your, your cell phone or your mobile phone in a hands-free manner. Um, and, of course, along with that comes uh, interesting interfaces uh, to enable that with uh, with an added convenience such as uh, voice recognition or speech recognition uh, technology um, and 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 uh, associated with all that comes uh, you know, the ability to um, to select and play uh, music either by title or genre or any other way that you might choose to do so but really um, using voice to to enable search um, so that's pretty powerful, um, and then you have um, uh, a whole set of related um, technologies that enable uh, a more effective um, touch and, and user interface um, that uh, that adds to the convenience and, and comfort to the driver and passengers. Touching on the, those technologies that you're talking about right now, what are some of the major areas that have been developed in the last couple of years? Yeah, I think there's a there's a whole family of technologies centered around um, what we sometimes refer to as smart technologies, and smart spans a broad range um, of capabilities, both in terms of um, what might add to the the comfort and convenience of of the uh, driver and passengers, uh, in terms of music and and sort of entertainment types of of features. But also um, features that allow an added convenience uh, for the driver in terms of, uh, of their primary task of being able to uh, get from A to B safely, and and so there's um, there's a whole lot of uh, conveniences associated, whether it's backup sensors or whether it's blind spot detection. Uh, there's a whole set of integrated um, sensing capabilities that cars have now, and so that adds to to assisting the driver do their job. And, and therefore adds to the overall comfort and convenience of the journey. But, I, you know, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the underlying platform technologies that are also going in. Uh, and, and, and so that would be the, the software and the applications? Software, the applications, but also the hardware, the, the number of computing units and the network, sort of nature of those um, computing units and modules and cars, um, that capability has been going steady, steadily. So um, it wasn't uh, too long ago when, yeah, perhaps two or three decades ago, and therefore this pretty long, but you had one microprocessor in the car, and that was a big, big thing. 
um, and it is primarily used uh, to control the air fuel ratio in the car because uh, of, of uh, regulations that came in to control emissions. Today you have people uh, use numbers um, that go anything from 20 to 30 microprocessors to 50 to 100 and 150 microprocessors. It depends on how you count those because uh, a lot of the parts in, in the in, in automobiles are, in fact, supplied by our partners who integrate uh, subsystems. So depending on what unit you're counting, uh, you might find a, a large range of, uh, of the numbers associated with uh, with uh, computing elements in cars, but uh, it's certainly not 1 and 2 and 3. It's all in the order of 30 and 40. And so that provides a very rich computing environment. And so there's a lot of progress in the underlying capabilities of that networked computing environment in the vehicle, and therefore that whole hardware platform and the embedded software platform. So you're talking about more and more computing power uh, being available in, you know, the average car uh, for, for the driver. Would you say that this is becoming a more and more important part of uh, car development and car design, you know, making these that this computing power available? Oh, absolutely. You, you know, I've sort of... Um, I moved from the Bay Area from... I used to work in Menlo Park and moved out to um, Dearborn, Michigan. I live in Ann Arbor, Michigan, but that was uh, 18 years ago. Um, and uh, in those years, we could count the number of processors and cars and, and networking systems were fairly straightforward, relatively speaking, compared to what, what they are today. Um, but um, there's been such a rapid evolution um, and growth of not just uh, the, the computing power of automobiles, but also, um, so most certainly, the power of consumer electronics, the kinds of devices people bring into the cars, and expect to just sort of see working with, with the automobile or the car environment. And so um, you have this coming together of, of what's built in along with what's brought in. Um, and, and, of course, the cloud is not not keeping quiet, and so you have uh, all kinds of things being beamed in. And so we like to refer to that as the built-in, brought-in, beamed-in environment. Uh, so it's a very exciting uh, exciting design space, and it's a, a real... Um, exciting consumer um, space, no, no question about that. So going back up to the present day, what are some of the technologies that Ford is going to be introducing at Computex this year? Well, I'd, yeah, I'd say um, we've got uh, new capabilities in our cars, as I mentioned, in terms of driver assistance and in terms of consumer electronics interfacing with, with music, as I mentioned, and also your, your phone book. I think that kind of capability where we have the, the ability to afford that convenience um, to our consumers is, is, is something... Um, I'd say the key introduction is not so much the fact that you can now connect a phone to your car, but that you can democratize the technologies and make it available across all our offerings, all our products, um, certainly a wide range of products, and some markets, all our products. Um, and, and we can do this not just for the uh, entertainment aspects, but also for the driver assistance features, all while paying careful attention to the other, I'd say, more basic aspects of the automobile that also call for a lot of electronics and a lot of software that has to do with uh, managing tailpipe emissions, managing fuel consumption. And so there's a lot of electronics, a lot of software, a lot of technology that goes into just ensuring um, the vehicle does everything that it's required uh, to do by regulation, 
and everything that um, it's expected to do by the consumer. What can you say about any of the advancements in the the apps and the applications that will be available to drivers in these cars? I'd say that it's good to sort of look at what's happening in the consumer electronics world and then see what's what's coming to cars. Uh, if you look at placing a phone call, the expectation just a few years ago was you had to look at your phone and dial, and it was clearly wasn't a good way to do things. And and when you did um, have some entry or ability to dial through your through an interface in your car, you had to literally enter uh, or create a new address book in your car. So that's now history, and what we have now is the ability for your uh, phone book to um, to essentially be read through a voice interface or through a screen in the car where it's appropriate and safe to do so. Um, likewise, um, searching your music content or your digital content in the broadcast um, through voice has also been enabled, and so whether you have a thousand titles or a few thousand titles, that's now um, accessible through voice. And, and so these are um, examples of what's been happening in the consumer electronics world, and that's been forced. That's, that has been forced to change um, and a a, a, a real um, a redesign of the automobile interface. In this case, forced by what's happening in the consumer electronics world. And so if you look at that, there's a whole set of apps associated with uh, consumer expectations, again, of smartphones. And so uh, one can think of navigation and having that be voice-activated. One can think of applications that, that allow you to essentially create a virtual radio and access your content your way. So you're talking about voice recognition. It sounds like that's a really important kind of technology that's being developed. It's also been developed in a lot of other consumer electronics. I mean, the Siri is obviously a really famous product. Uh, are there any separate challenges for developing voice recognition in a car that you wouldn't necessarily have if you were just doing it for a phone or some other uh, some other kind of situation like that? Yeah, Keith, I'll sort of, you know, the, answer, the short answer is yes, but there's a real nice metaphor for this that, that the technologists will... Uh, will perhaps relate to, and that is um, a lot of other folks in the communications world have spent a lot of time in what's known as the last mile problem, trying to solve that, and that's going to get broadband to homes. In the car, it's, it's the last inch or the last, if you will, centimeter problem, because a lot of the interfaces that you have on consumer electronics devices are beautiful and elegant and made for zero kilometers an hour, if you will, they're meant for stationary um, speeds or waste slow speeds as you know, essentially pedestrians walking around. They're not meant for um, for 100 kilometers an hour uh, type of a speed. And so when you look at any interface, whether it's, uh, whether it's a touch interface or a voice interface, um, you you have to make the appropriate redesign to, to enable um, the user interface capabilities that you normally associate with zero kilometers an hour speed, stationary speeds. And so um, in the case of voice um, recognition, um, or, or technologies that enable um, automatic speech recognition. Um, you have to deal with um, road noise. You have to deal with the interior, um, the fact that you might have your heat ventilation system on, and so the lower um, noise is, is a factor. So you get a lot of um, noise that, that is uh, in the ambient um, sort of area, um, and, and that then makes speech recognition a challenge, and so you have those kinds of considerations. And so... Uh, what has happened as a consequence of that is that the areas that were otherwise um, not considered part of a, a direct entertainment system or a driver system system 
uh, auto-regulated system have also adapted now to enable this. So vehicles have gotten quieter. Ford vehicles have, uh, have been remarkably quiet and have been getting increasingly comfortable in every sense, including uh, the reduction of interior noise. Um, and in part, that's, uh, that's enabled uh, better recognition, uh, voice recognition rates. So there's a lot of, lot of interesting challenges, but then the result in, in uh, an enhanced ownership. Outside of these consumer electronics that we've been talking about, what else is Ford going to be introducing at Computex that you're excited about? Well, we're really, really excited about the introduction of the Mustang, and uh, can't wait to get there and see it uh, appear on stage. That should be a lot of fun for all of us to, to see and witness in this 50th year of the Mustang and in the year of the house for, for many of us. We've been speaking to Dr. K. Venkatesh Prasad. He's a senior technical leader, open innovation at Ford Motor Company. Dr. Prasad, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Take care. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Talk. As always, we'd love to hear what you thought of today's program. You can leave us a comment on our Facebook page or rate and review Taiwan Talk on iTunes. This helps us bring you the kind of shows you want to hear and makes it easier for other people to discover the program. For ICRT, I'm Keith Menconi.